PJ Black Circle, PJ Black Circle, PJ Black Circle, PJ Black Circle, PJ Black Circle. Is it true that if you say PJ Black Circle five times in the mirror, like the boys will come out of the mirror and come into, I don't know, like Halloween just ended out here. Uh, we are now in November 2021. It's It's been a little while, uh, not going to lie. Um, Mr. Wes and I are doing a impromptu little chat session. And uh, as one of the Pearl Jam songs go, it's going to be all or none today. It's going to be all types of awesome or none types of awesome. Uh, what do you think about that, Wes? <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. I miss hearing your voice. I miss getting in front of the mic here. You you kind of text me. He's like, I'm listening to the right act. I'm like, man, I think that sounds great. Let's get into that. Let's do some, uh, let's do some podcasting. Let's get it into does it. does sound great. It sounds, it sounds better every time I listen to it and, uh, had to start out my morning with a little love boat captain and just kind of ease me into the day. You know, I, uh, stayed up a little late past my bedtime last night. Uh, you know, concerts are starting to open up. People are going back out, went down to the new, uh, Climate Pledge Arena. Oh, yeah, man. Seattle. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, I've actually had a couple shows so far. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, for you folks that haven't had a chance or are still kind of waiting to go out, do what's comfortable for you. But I was able to do the soft open at this arena and the Foo Fighters showed up and about five six songs in i was just like you know kind of almost tearing up a little bit like this feels so good live music tearing the roof off people are happy everyone's excited and uh last night i went to go see the eagles which they've always been on my hit list forever so every song was a you know a total hit uh, total blast from the past. And it kind of got me thinking that, you know, you see these bands doing these 30th anniversaries, playing full albums, like they're promoting tours. Like we're going to do the Hotel California start to finish. We're going to do the Joshua Tree start to finish. Pearl Jam, when they do it, you know, they just kind of, you know, surprise people, right? Yeah, they're very random, very random. Keeping it random like they normally do. But... Will it be weird one day when there will be a tour? Like, do you think they'll ever like this is the 40th anniversary Pearl Jam tour? I mean, like, how weird is that going to feel? Dude, dude, I, OK, first first off, first observation of this, the Eagles got to be damn near 80 years old. Tell me that they were at least that old. I would say definitely in the 70s. But, you know, um, this will be a good thing. There are certain performers that just take care of themselves and have staying power. Like Don Henley's got a golden voice. I don't know how he has kept it up when he talks to the crowd, which was very rare. It was, it was very low, you know, but he sounds amazing and he sounds just like he sounds on the records at 75 or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it stands to reason there's going to be, you know, there's going to be performers that don't don't want to give it up, man. Don't don't ever want to give it up. We'll work hard to keep it. And there's some performers that will just go out there and 
you're like, oh, this is just unfortunately terrible to hear and listen to. And, you know, you want this nostalgia. You want this feel you've had from your bands when everybody in the band was in their 20s or 30s or whatever. But, you know, that's not real life. Yeah, man, you hit on some really nostalgia. You talk about how how kind of these bands just keep cruising and the Eagles are right there in their 75 and some performers just don't want to give it up. But I was it kind of reminded me, I was, I've been traveling just really, really infancy traveling again back to my work and it's been okay. But of course I'd like to be home, but I have this new car. Okay. Nino. And mm. it's a, yeah. So it's a new work car. It's a Toyota F4. Pretty nice. And it has, it's, it's graced me with, Sirius XM Radio, which of course has PJ uh, Pearl Jam Radio, I think it's episode uh, channel twenty two on the dial. Yes, and what's funny is I was listening to this this concert. I can't remember which one it was, and Eddie's telling this story about him. He's like, "Yeah, I grew up in, in San Diego." Oh, he was they were playing in San Diego, and he's like, "Yeah, the guy I used to work at this petroleum distribution." store which is basically it's a, he's trying to fancy it up it's a gas station i was this security petroleum <laughs> yeah. distribution store and i was a nighttime uh, security agent uh, <laughs> and he was he was talking telling the story and he's like yeah my boss his name was tim i can't remember his last name tim he's, he's like, i think tim's here tonight so thank you tim and he was talking about he's like yeah you know i i, I really wanted to i was trying to just join this band and and i was like hey tim uh, can I change my, or can I, can I have a Mohawk? And Tim thought about it. And he's, he's like, I, and Eddie's telling the story. Of course, he's like, hey, please, you know, I really, I got to do this thing. It's why I got to have this punk thing. I have this Mohawk and let her, the, the, the story continues. And he finally says, okay, but you have to, you have to put a hat on it or something like this. And Eddie was super jazzed up. And then later on, after he, he became famous, you know, obviously kind of thinks, hey, he quit that job. And then the moral of the story, he says, I ain't never quitting this job, this rock job. So this uh, this being a musician. So to answer your question, I don't think he ever wants to quit this thing. So he could be a 30th anniversary or 50th anniversary of of 10 and just rock out 10. I don't think I don't think that's improbable. I don't think so. I don't think it's improbable at all. Just because. One, just you know, man crushing again. It's been a while. So um, obviously he's in good shape, right? He's active. He surfs, shoots hoops, does all that great stuff. Everybody in the band. I mean, there's really no one in the band that's overweight, right? Everybody seems like they're very picky eaters and health conscious, which is fantastic for us as fans being totally um, wanting to have these guys be around as long as they possibly can be. But when you are seeing now these bands that have been doing it for so long and continuing to rock 40 years later, 45 years later. Yeah, I mean, unless there was something very untoward that would happen, which I don't even want to put that out into the universe. Um, yeah, these guys are going to are going to roll, you know, and what will be interesting and fun is, you know, how when you know, Pearl Jam would play like, say, for the Stones, you know, Eddie would go up there with Mick or they would play open for the who he'd go up there with Roger Daltrey. It's times coming where now they're going to be the the parents, the 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 rock star parents, the poppies and the mommies. Right. And right. it'll be cool to see 
who they jive with and that they will bring up lend lend that help you know right i think kings of leon i think there was a tour with kings of leon which was kind of that but i don't know yeah. i don't even know a rock band of, in 2021 i don't even know if they exist to be honest <laughs> i don't know i don't know if new bands come out i really don't so yeah since we've done this man since we've done this pearl jams come out with some some new concerts they've released yes. officially officially released has it been almost two years since they've probably played maybe even three years yeah. Offic- officially re- had a concert and it was Ashbury Park, right? New Jersey, right? Yep, did you did. catch any of that? They did. I I did. And, you know, they they went right into Gigaton and that's right. Open with a bunch of jams from no, that. Dude. OK, I think we said it on the set list episode because I think well, they opened with Dance of Clairvoyance. And mm-hmm. I think you called it that they would open with that. And they're, oh. and they're, I think that was that was a good call, man. It's it's my PJ foresight, dude. You know, when I open up my third eye, I just have that clairvoyant. You know what I'm saying? I can see how it's all going to come together. Uh, we're so in tune with each other. Not maybe <laughs> kind of sort of, you know, and they played they played a lot of fantastic jams. And there's again, they're probably writing new material as we speak. So right. it just goes to show like they're not they're not. They're not afraid to put themselves out there and being vulnerable. I, I'm just really, pl- really pleased that the whole band has maintained this. You know, we want to keep going. We want to keep, yeah, keep delivering. You know, good vibes and and bring you know, bring the music to the people, man. Because I mean, there could be one of the. It could be Jeff. Who in the hell knows? Jeff or Stone or who says, you know, I'm done. I'm I've had enough. I don't know. Yeah. So you 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 never know. And so I think that's why it's like if you get the chance to go to the shows, you know, like you said, nothing is guaranteed. Get out there, see some live music. If you have the means to do so, I have a feeling that when you're there in the crowd, especially with these shows that they've been kind of working into the past couple weeks, it will sound better. But I did hear, you know, for sure, on you know, off the soundboard, especially with uh, Danny Point, California show they did um, a couple weeks ago. You know, you can it's it's not they're rusty, you know, the, you know, they they're a little rusty. They definitely can put on a great show. Ed, you know, missing some lyrics, which as he does, that's totally that's totally an Ed thing to I do. OK, I actually but, don't have offense to that. I think it's kind of endearing, actually, because it is. Human. He's human. It's cute. It, he is quite cute when he like <laughs> is not really sure what to sing next. You know, he just kind of mumbles it out. And then the crowd's like helping him along the way. But, you know, like the timing was just a little a little off, but I think that would be normal for anybody that hasn't really played a two and a half hour show in front of live people in like three years. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not just going to, it's, it's like playing on a, on a sports team. You know, you, once you get in the groove, it might take a little while to get that rocket ship up and going. But once you're in the groove and once you're moving, you know, a lot of talk about 2022, a couple different legs of a tour coming through North America. Um, oh, also, yeah, man. So, you know, I'm kind of reading some stuff. So they're either going to be hopefully uh, pulling off some stuff in the uh, winter, you know, after the first of the year, they usually like to kind of do some stuff February and kind of move up through March. They might come back at the end of the year. So, Bro, keep an eye out around where you live. You've got a lot of places you can take your new uh, 
your new Rav Four. So is, is it a hybrid too? Did you get the hybrid one? No, no. I wish my comp. It was a company car, so. I, Tell them I, they just need to be I a little know. more conscientious. Uh, well, okay. yeah. I'm sure. So, so there, you know, and Ed actually had one of these, you know, before even the band came out at Ashbury Park, he, I think the day before he did a surprise kind of solo, solo gig, uh, gig which was kind right. of neat. Right. So yeah, you may actually even get some Eddie solo shows here. Not for not too long. I, I believe that's definitely in the works for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, Everybody's catching up on a little bit of lost time. And, you know, when I went into. okay, so every state is different as far as like mandates. Right. Obviously, Seattle's pretty Pretty, progressive as far as pretty um, strict on something, pretty strict. So basically, you have to have this app where you, you know, take a picture of your vaccination card and your ID and you take a picture of your face and, you know, it creates a. um, kind of like a barcode where they scan it where you go in. Wow. Was yeah. this by was this just for the venue or for like yeah. Ticketmaster? Ticketmaster this is the venue and a lot of venues in Seattle proper are doing it that way. So it's called a like a clear pass. Mm. And I think the clear pass you can actually use for, you know, airports and things like that kind of help move the truck along a little bit quicker, but basically you have people that are Checking to see if you're vaccinated, scan you in, then they scan your ticket. Also, bars and restaurants downtown Seattle. You know, I sat down at this pub and, uh, you know, waiter comes over, bartender, whatever. And he's like, hey, do you have your ID and proof of vaccination? I'm like, "Uh, actually, yes. And yes, I do. So for me, knowing that I was going to go into a crowd of, you know, 20,000 people last night. And we got littles in the house and obviously they're not vaccinated yet. You know, I felt very comfortable being able to go in, wear my mask, do the whole thing. It it was not intrusive at all. I could still rock out. I could still drink the beer, hang out, have a great time. And, uh, you know, I think bands are starting to feel that way, too. You know, they're feeling a little bit more safe because let's face it. These guys are taking all the risk. You know, they're traveling from city to city. They're on the road. They're in contact with hundreds of people. And, you know, it's going to be a big, huge monetary loss if band pe- band members of any band get sick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can I- imagine Metallica. They're probably in this tight little bubble like no one comes close to these guys because every time those guys put on a show... It's millions and millions and millions of dollars generated in revenue. And, you know, it's it's a business, right? So I don't feel bad in the least bit. These guys taking precautions. You know, we want them to be around for the next 30 years, right? We want, we'd love to see another eight, nine, ten new Pearl Jam albums come out between now and 2040, right? <laughs> you know, so. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not against any of that. And just ask the Green Bay Packers. They're going through some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, and then so just to come back a little bit towards towards what's recent, the kind of new music, like, you know, Ed's got these new new singles right so yeah. he's got long way which i think just released 
I haven't heard halves, but I think that's in the queue here. So give me your take, Nino, on Longway, because I have my my feeling of it. So the first time that I heard Longway, uh, especially in the first minute of it, I was like, oh, my gosh, this feels like a Tom Petty outtake song, right? For sure, man. Like, I'm driving down the highway, and I'm super thankful. I'm sure they're paying a lot of homage to a little TP, Mm -hmm. you know, which is great. And, you know, they pulled in a lot of musical firepower on some of these songs. I mean, you got Chad Smith on the drums. You got Josh Klinghoffler uh, helping out on guitar. You've got... um, Oh God, who the hell was so, the bass, well, dude? Yeah, I can't well, remember. Yeah. But it was well, cool. It was a little all-star jam. And I think it was a great solo Eddie song for sure. Yeah, it's definitely kind of fits in what we've been hearing from him lately. But yes, definitely Tom Petty. I could almost picture him singing that song without a doubt. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. So, so the it brought me to a question because I saw when I first saw this. Especially when he did, I don't know if he did the the solo show with the Earthlings. The Earthlings. Is that his side band or is that another band that he just kind of plays with? This, do, you, do you know who the, what this is? I don't know, but I have seen, I don't think it's another band that he's in because I don't know if they want to go through this whole Fugazi regeneration of kind of going off on your own and trying to create this whole new entity with and start touring behind a whole new band with Eddie as your front man. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously they're all in a great tight knit community where they all support each other musically. They want everybody to succeed. Everybody's got solo projects and all this stuff, but that might be, that could be a little bit of a breaking point right there. Like, Hey, okay. Eddie Vedder is going to start a brand new band, not just a solo gig where he has like all of his cool, awesome gals and bros come in and and help out and create awesome new music. But I really would be floored and completely shocked if he just not up and left Pearl Jam, but just up and started a, a whole nother band and. I don't know. That just seems weird to me. It seems weird to me. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> was my that was my first take. Was yeah. you know this was very well. I was like I, Eddie Vedder. I've seen us on Twitter. Eddie Vedder and the Earthlings. I'm like, all right. I don't know who these guys are. These Earthlings, but this doesn't sound good to me. I know, I, right? I do not like this. Trouble's it, brewing. <laughs> trouble is brewing, and it probably reminiscent of of Nino's experience when Chris Cornell leaves Soundgarden. Yeah. Finds himself with a bunch of other dudes called Audio Slave, you know, this whole like super band, guys from right. Rage Against the Machine. Again, that was my first thought. I was like, it is well, it's been a nice run, guys. It's been 30 years. Maybe this is this is the time. Oh my gosh. I don't I know, don't man. Know. Do some research on it. Again, I just I, saw, will. I just popped around on Twitter around that time when they had some of those first shows and I just kept seeing the earthlings. And then you know, I saw something with this yeah. Josh Clipper Klinghyver guy. I see him all over the place. So maybe he's yeah. taken over for Mike. I don't know. No, no, he's not. Uh, so basically, you know, he's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam obviously go way back. And was, he's have, not an original, is he? He's not an OG, but he did. Uh, he was in the band for like the past four or five years almost, it seems like. Um, 
He's also, you know, helped out with some like Mike McCready benefit shows. Ed, you know, came down and did some songs uh, with Red Hot Chili Peppers over the years when they were doing um, some benefit shows down in California. So they're all pretty tight. But, you know, I just read something actually today where Josh is like, you know, I'm, I will be going on tour for the Gigaton tour to assist and help on certain songs that he was actually a part of in the recording process. Ah. But he's like, by no means am I a member of Pearl Jam. Um, you know, he's also building up his solo repertoire and uh, looking this, to kind of carry on that way. This guy can play. He's he can good. play. Yeah, he can play. And, you know, uh, I did get a chance to shake his hand and get his autograph at this Mike McCready benefit concert. He was just kind of off to the side enjoying the show uh very unassuming super nice you know he just let me kind of come up to him and just i was like hey i want to say i really appreciate the way you play guitar you know i think you sound amazing and thanks for all your hard work and he's like oh thanks man i was like it's cool if i get an autograph he's like yeah totally cool and he's like (laughs) have a good night and i was like okay you have a good night too and you know i would love to just hang around and just talked but you don't want to bug people there they are also fans too right mm-hmm. and of yours um, of, of the podcast oh yeah yeah <laughs> them with the other four people out there you know and josh thanks josh for being there <laughs> yeah. appreciate it man it's just so great but you know you brought up this whole front men front women jumping bands so that chris cornell one is something that when audio slave first came out because soundgarden was done they were done done. done. yeah and time had went by so it's not like it was like simultaneous at the same time like i'm gonna be in this in pearl jam and in the earthlings all at the same time i was very excited when audio slave came out i was just like wow this is just crazy at first i thought it was more like Chris Cornell is now fronting Rage Against the Machine. Right. And so I was like, oh, I don't know if I am down with that because I was like, Chris is trying to sound like Zach and it's not working for me. So that was a really good life lesson of let things play out, let things roll. Now there is a lot of talk about Brandy Carlisle fronting for Soundgarden and going on tour. And I'm like, that is crazy to me. She's she's massively talented, but I don't know if I'm ready for someone to even try and step into Chris Cornell's shoes. Huge shoes to fill. I mean, what's that gonna... She's done some shows, so she was out at the Gorge doing a show this summer, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Brandi Carlisle doing her thing. And then out on stage comes... Ben and Kim and Matt and they get on their perspective instruments instruments and start ripping through. I think they did Black Hole Sun and it was it was good, but it was different. And I had that same feeling like I don't know about this. It's just awesome. They're all doing something and keeping that music going. But interesting so, choice so, okay interesting so choice if that's if that's true then matt Cameron is going to have to share share his time right 
Well, he's he they have always done that, you know, but um, he, he that guy just never quits drumming. I think he's just like every day. It's just, just <laughs> like, you know, wherever there's a drum set and something going on, I will be there. Uh, he's definitely one of the hardest working drummers I've ever seen. Here's what here's the the brass tacks for me is that the song and the music that we like, the bands that we like to listen to. Hell, I didn't know Red Hot Chili Peppers were still touring. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't think They're Anthony cool. Kiedis was still even alive. I mean, shit. Uh, but where the hell are you living? <laughs> Iowa or something, dude? What the hell is going on out there? <laughs> well, I just don't hear from these guys. I don't hear from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I actually really like them. Yeah, but I've just been so just like <laughs> siloed into into what I've been hearing. But no, I, get I, it. Yeah. I I didn't know anything about this Soundgarden kind of re uh, resurrection, and then you have yeah. then. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Anthony Kiedis, who I think is probably looks, I don't know, Anthony Kiedis has probably kept himself in pretty good shape. He's always had, he's always had good shape. Yeah. Surfer, hard body. You know, I just, I'm not still sure what to make of the mustache he's been sporting for the past couple of years. Oh, you man. Know, he always had this clean kind of baby face and just, it's a, it's a little creepy, but I did see him perform with it and it didn't seem to phase me none too much once he got up there on stage, but okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers do have a brand new album that's going to drop this summer. Wow. They already have tour dates coming. They're actually coming to the baseball stadium out here and they're the strokes are going to open up for them. And so I'm kind of like eyeing this show. You know, I've seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers a bunch of times, but, uh, you know, they got John Frusciante back into the band. So that dynamic together, um, I think, is always magic on stage. Uh, but here's the here's here's the other brass tacks i'm kind of happy that they're getting these bands are getting a little bit older because i really don't need to see the socks on cox anymore (laughs) so i'm like i'm totally good with that and you know i have seen that live it's hilarious um but of course this was in the late 90s and maybe in the late 80s no, well, when I saw it, it was the late 90s. I was just like, oh, my God. It was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this right now. It's obviously it's it's a Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. Um, super thankful that Pearl Jam does not do that. But, you know, if they ever dressed up for Halloween and came out as Red Hot Chili Peppers, I mean, they've, <laughs> I don't know. I think people would just lose their mind and they might lose a lot of their clout if they can. And it doesn't seem like Stone's going to be loving that none too much, dude. You know, Boom might like it. Boom's like, hey, I feel naturally at home, dude. This is. But I get again, I I think I think the main emphasis here is that we're still going to be able to get our our fix, man. Yeah. As long as something. Yeah. Like you said, knock on wood, everything kind of works out. They got 2022. They got some stuff in Europe. And you even said that they're probably having two legs in North America. It's great, man. It's great. Yeah, I I didn't think I did not think I would ever. I honestly, I thought Wrigley was going to be my last show, and maybe it, maybe it will be, but I'm hoping not. So, oh yeah, absolutely. And this could be uh, something for the great reunion of the Nino West. Yeah, man. Show, um, because I think it's got to be done. And so, yeah, I will selfishly keep Pearl Jam in the United States. Uh, No one else is going to like hearing that for the folks that are, are listening um, outside of the United States. But, you know, let's keep the boys safe. I do want everybody to experience the awesomeness that is PJ, have their religious moment. Everybody deserves it. But, you know, if they end up playing a couple more shows closer to where I am, because 
travel is a little more restricted, then, you know, I will report back and send good vibes uh, from this awesome, awesome band that I just I'm 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 Jones and man, I'm totally going out and seeing these shows. I'm like, you know, another thing that when I go out and see these shows, you just never know who's going to show up. So deep down, there's always this part of me selfishly. I'm like, I wonder if Ed's going to show up tonight. I wonder who's going to, you know, maybe like someone will walk out on stage. So part of me is like, I go to a lot of shows. Yes. To see the bands that are playing, but I'm always like hoping for some magical duet scenario. Hasn't yeah. quite happened yet, but you know, maybe one day it'll be great. That sounds great, man. Well, listen, okay. thanks for coordinating this today. I'm glad we got to have a little kind of refresh because it's been so been a little bit of time here and yeah. And thanks to the listeners out there. You know, I know it's, it's a little rusty. I know we've been kind of out of our groove for a while. So hopefully you just enjoyed a little bit of time just doting on uh, our favorite bands. Maybe got a couple little fun nuggets out of this one. Yeah. Uh, guaranteed next one will be have a little bit more substance to it and bring the fire. But it did definitely feel good to come back. And I got to crack wine open, uh, you know, at one twenty eight in the p.m. So this was, you know, well. Anytime I'm talking about Ed Bed, I got my red. So okay. I'm good. Sounds mm-hmm. good, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. And this has been another episode of PJ's Black Circle.